Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. The Apostle John in chapter 8 of his gospel records Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of light, the light of life. And in chapter 1, John writes, inspired by the Holy Spirit, In Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The world, my friends, is a dark place. Since Adam and Eve partook of the forbidden fruit, death and darkness have reigned in the world. God should have turned his back on us and our darkness. He had every right to do so. God has given us every good thing, and from Adam and Eve all the way to us, we have said, It is not enough. We choose ourselves above our God and above each other. And we go after the darkness. Now you might ask, what darkness? Well, when we examine ourselves under the light of God's law, which Jesus alone fulfills, we heard in our gospel today, It is not hard for us to find the darkness. When we look at our own hearts apart from God, we can see terrible things. Jesus said, out of the heart of man comes these things. Out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, false witness, slander. These are the acts of darkness. And you have to ask yourself, have you ever had evil thoughts arise in your heart? The answer is yes, they're just there. We try to suppress them, we try to go after something else, but this stuff comes up. Have you ever thought of murder? Maybe not of actually killing somebody, but our commandments let us know that even when we think negative things towards our neighbor. We have broken this commandment. Adultery. How many of us have profaned God's gift of marriage through lusting after what was not ours by viewing pornography or having sex outside of marriage, which God made to be between one man and one woman? And how many of us have lied or spoken ill of other people 
in order to make ourselves look better. Maybe we just put somebody in a negative light. These things are acts of darkness. And apart from God's word, God's grace, we are all found to not only live in darkness, but we contribute to it by our own words, our deeds, and our thoughts. We confess often that we only deserve, we deserve nothing good from God. The only thing we deserve, the only thing that we've earned wages for, is temporal and eternal punishment. Meaning that we deserve no good things in this world. And we deserve hell in the world to come. It's, it's amazing. We don't think about that when we're saying these words. But that's what we're saying. This is what we deserve and the whole world deserves. And yet God did not leave us to die the death that we deserve. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him should not perish. That's what we deserve, but God does not want it so. God did not send his son into the world to condemn it. He sent his son to save it, to save you. And whoever believes in him is not condemned. Whoever does not believe is condemned already. The law makes it so. This is the judgment, John writes. The light has come into the world and the people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. Everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come into the light lest his works should be exposed. You think about it, whenever we are confronted, I'm the same way. Whenever we're confronted with something wrong that we have done, we immediately want to justify ourselves. We want to give an excuse for why we've done those wrong things. We want to hide from the light of judgment. We were talking in Sunday school today. We, even when we're doing something wrong, we sometimes think of, if we get caught, what we would say. Like, it's been a tough week. I deserved a little break. You don't know the stress that I'm under. That is trying to hide from the light. When David was confronted with his sin in the Old Testament, and it was grave, much graver than any of yours, he stopped, stopped trying to hide. He had been trying to run for a long time and he stopped and he said, I have sinned against the Lord. And then the light of God's grace was able to shine on David's darkness. And you know how the scriptures record that man? They record him as a man who is after the Lord's own heart. He was transformed. The light took away his darkness. 
My friends, you believe in the name of Jesus. You are loved. You are not condemned. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. Look at what the price at which he paid for you. He loves you. Why? That you might proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. It is true that before Jesus and whenever we act outside of God's grace, our works are nothing but darkness. But Jesus has washed you. He washes you with his word and his name. Your baptism is a constant reality. It's not a one-time work. You were made into God's child, and now you walk as God's child. You recognize your sin. You desire to do good. You desire to have righteousness and forgiveness in your life. So you continually come back here. You continually come to his grace. You, my friends, hunger and thirst for righteousness. Not because of anything in you, but because you have seen the light. The light shined in your darkness and you saw, you tasted, it was good. It's much better to walk in light than the dark. You are so loved by your heavenly Father that your cup runneth over. Jesus gives his body and his blood in the bread and in the cup. And you cannot help but proclaim the good that he has done for you. Your darkness, it was crucified and it died when you were joined to Jesus' cross. At that moment that Jesus breathed his last breath, the whole world became dark. And it seemed as though darkness had overcome. A mere three days later, light broke forth from the grave. Light shined in the darkness. The darkness has not overcome and it cannot overcome. He has shined for the last 2,000 years all the way up to this moment when the light breathes hope into your life. And Jesus says to you, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill, it cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but they put it on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Jesus has actually put you in the place and in the time that you are in for this purpose, to declare his love to a lost, dark world.
If Jesus did not love you, or if Jesus did not love the world, he would have taken you to heaven immediately after you were baptized. But he didn't do that. Why? Because Jesus loves the people that you go to school with. He loves the people in your study groups. He loves the people at your place of work. He loves the people in your family that do not know him. He even loves the people that hate you. He has left you here because he loves the world and he wants to share his word through you. Jesus has destroyed your darkness and he leaves you with his light. You acknowledge your sins and you ask for forgiveness when you hurt others. You no longer have to preserve yourself or your reputation by pretending that you're perfect. Jesus has forgiven you. He forgives you. And you are free to be open with others. You can forgive others when they hurt you because you have first been forgiven. In short, you love because God in Christ has first loved you. You no longer have to only love and protect yourself above others. You can love others as yourself and reflect the light that has brought you out of darkness. Who knows? Maybe God will shine his light through you and call someone unto unto salvation through your witness of his word. After all, when you think about it, God shined the light of his word on you through somebody else. Maybe it was a parent, a grandparent, a teacher, a friend. You didn't just appear here. Some, you didn't just end up here. Somebody shared Christ with you. Somebody was the light in your darkness. Who knows who God will use to bring you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I pray that God works that miracle again for somebody that you meet or know or love in your life. For Jesus, the light of the world himself says, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.